Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cover Friends No Class. In classic crazy podcast fashion, this is actually the second episode we recorded for this season. Things might get a little strange when it comes to the timeline-wise. Today, we're reading through the subreddit, Am I the A-Hole? And trying to figure out what we think, if they were an A-Hole or not. Today, we're also joined by Kai. We had a very good time recording this, and you might be seeing him again. Hope you the episode. why this season I'm just having issues with my audio stuff. It's just it's, it's the strangest thing. Well, anyway, so today we're reading from this subreddit, and it's going to be very exciting. We're going to be reading through it. We're going to be deciding if they are indeed the a-hole. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, let's see. We can go down here. Do you want to start with this first one here? It's got uh, 8.3 thousand upvotes. Uh, you know, am I the a-hole for wearing a romper and not a dress to the wedding? Does this sound good? Okay. It sounds like a good start. All right, that's great. Let's enhance. Let's just keeps kicking. Zoom. Me. Enhance. And working on it. Enhance. Yeah, more, more hunter. There we go. All right. So who wants to? Here, maybe they make us any bigger for you. This person is gender fluid. Let's see. Okay. All right. So who would like to read this one? All right. I got you. So that post is by H. Wal Kim. I, 16, gender fluid, was recently at a close relative's wedding with my family, just guests, not as part of the bridal party or anything. The dress code the bride told us. And that was on the invite. There's a lot of parentheses. Was that women wore dresses and men had to wear something similarly formal, e.g., a suit? I am AFAB, so I told I was told I would have to wear a dress. I don't identify as a woman, however, so I wasn't comfortable with this and asked for a potential compromise on my outfit. She insisted that I wore a dress. Cut to when my family were ordering their wedding clothes slash figuring out their outfits. My parents asked if I had found anything suitable, and I sent them a link to a romper that looks very much like a dress at first glance. It's genuinely not noticeable unless you look closely at that at the bottom part is not a skirt. We got the romper, it arrives, and everything is fine. I wore it to the wedding, and for the first part, everything seems okay until I am pulled along too hard by a kid and end up tripping and falling face first sprawled out on the floor. As everyone nearby gathers around to see what happened, the bride notices that the bottom part of my outfit is shorts and not a skirt, and loses her shit and starts screaming at me that she made it clear I needed to wear a dress, and that I was being selfish by going against her wishes on her special day. I'm pretty sensitive and also hate loud noise as I'm autistic, so I start crying because the mix of pain from scraping my leg and her loud voice yelling is enough to overstimulate my, me pretty badly. My cousin leads me away to treat my wound. The bride stalks off, still fuming, and won't speak to us for the rest of the night until we eventually leave at the end of the wedding. Um, I was reassured by some members of my family that I didn't do anything wrong, but I am still super hung up over it and was wondering if it was bad of me to wear that. I'm happy to provide a link to my outfit if anyone wants to see it to gauge for themselves. Oh, uh, that's yeah, no, gorgeous! That, what the fuck? That looks like that looks that like looks a fucking like a dress. dress. That's perfect. No, I, I want to say cousin's the asshole. Yeah, I want to say your cousin, no, not the cousin, whoever your relative yeah, is, yeah. like the relative that invited you to this wedding, clearly knows who you are because you were invited to this wedding. So they they must have known that you um you know are gender fluid, and also that you uh don't like to be screamed at because of you know that you're mentioned autism. 
So I don't think that you were the asshole at all in this situation. I think that the person who was getting married, while they have a right to, like, you know, kind of be like, hey, can you wear this? Getting that mad over something like like that that is absolutely ridiculous. It matches formal attire. No matter who you are, who the fuck wants to wear a dress? I'm thick thigh. For the audience out there. I'm wearing that over a dress any day. For the audience out there, it is a, like, like lavender blue kind of, like. uh, Satiny. Satin dress slash romper. Um, I, like I wouldn't be able to tell it that's was a, a romper. Yeah. Um, I, like you can like kind of see. It's got spaghetti straps. It. Um, and it's like it's got like a very flattering, like it's a cute. two layered skirt short area. Like it it looks it looks like something that someone would wear to a mm-hmm. wedding. That looks like bridesmaid stuff right there. I I think that the the relative who the was getting married the was the asshole. You are not. That looks like something you could pass off in Disney. Yeah. That looks like 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 modern day Cinderella, like like the Camilla uh, the Camilla Cabello uh, like Cinderella dress. The family members entirely the asshole in the, here. Entirely in the yeah. wrong. Yeah, I would be so completely fine. Yeah, someone showing like up if it in was jeans, like jeans, <laughs> you know. Yeah, jeans. If it's if it's a jeans wedding, then you can wear jeans. But if yeah. it's not, then don't wear jeans. All right, so that's that's that one. So I'm glad we decided that they were not. Is that what we you were? Yeah, kinda, yeah. yeah. they are yeah. not the asshole. Can I read the next one? Absolutely, you well, can. We should do this Maury Look, style. You are not not the, the asshole. asshole. This red post is by this squash twenty thirty five. Am I the asshole for going nuclear and staying at a hotel? We'll try and keep it short. I suffer from migraines and type 1 diabetes. Uh, we were advised not to try and get pregnant due to my lack of control of blood sh- my blood sugars. It happened and it sucks. Although I've been monitoring it so much better and being and been doing much better. I ask my husband constantly to turn the sleeves of his tops the right way in. He wears two to three tops a day. If he goes gym, it's three. Two if he's going out, which he... Nine out of ten times does. And he doesn't. So I'm ironing ten tops each week at minimum. And it just gets so annoying to constantly be turning in the sleeves. I ask him once a week to unload the dishwasher and get rid of the rubbish. I do it the rest of the time. Rubbish wasn't emptied. And when I opened the cupboard, a few plates fell out and one fell on me. Which hurts more than it sounds like. That's valid. I had a migraine. I asked him to keep the lights off and keep it quiet. And he insisted on A, playing loud music, and B, turning the lights on. Why'd you marry him? Um, Because they got pregnant. I just lost it. I'm so uncomfortable, and it's like I I feel like I ask the minimum. So I told him I wouldn't be having two children and asked him to leave. He wouldn't, so I texted my brothers, and they came and made him leave. He's texting me. I since calmed down and saying I'm the the asshole because I overreacted went nuclear and can't do what I, and can't do that when I have the ba- when I have the baby he's insisting I apologize am I the asshole uh edit notice the error in title should say making him stay at a hotel first of all your first problem is being straight um fuck men <laughs> thanks babe men are the worst but in yes. all honesty if he knew ahead of time that you were diabetic and you get migraines he should know not to do the stuff that he did because migraines are incredibly painful and they suck total ass it should also be documented for our records that I we're doing this in the midst one second closer we're doing this in the midst of a painting night like as we're, we're 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 surrounded by art supplies and and people painting around here we're still it's kind of funny 
it's very active tonight in the dorm room. All right, thank you, yeah. Costa. Please proceed. I think it might have been a little overboard for making him stay at a hotel. Um, that part might have been a little overboard. Amanda disagrees with me. Um, but in all honesty, no, I don't think you're the asshole. I think you're totally valid for being angry. Um, like you're pregnant, you got a migraine. Uh, you're a hundred and ten percent miserable. And he did exactly what you don't like to do. Like, the sleeves and everything, that's a little annoying. But, like, don't iron his shirts for a week. See if he does it then. But, yeah, in all honesty, I don't think you're the total asshole. Um, especially since it sounds like he's done this more than once. I agree. I, I think that yeah. there were a couple, like, little, like, things that were, like, eh, maybe it could have been handled a little bit better. But yeah. for the most part, the guy the guy was being the asshole there. <laughs> So, in my opinion, yeah. you are not the asshole. Yeah. The little things in a relationship that count. Bare minimum little things that could lead to a bigger problem. The husband is in the wrong here. There definitely needs to be more communication between these two, I think. Like, civil adult communication. Uh, who would like this one? Do you want to do it? I could do it. Would you like... Can you see it? Am I the asshole for calling my daughter a selfish, insecure little brat? Whoa, what a title. And whoa, what a story. I went back to go get the name of the Redditor who made this to do these voiceovers in between. And since we did this last night, um, the post has been removed by moderators of the subreddit for something. So the post has been removed. This is a very exclusive thing you're about to hear because we read it before it was removed. With that being said, this post was by prestigious Kiwi935. Uh, it says my daughter, 16, and I have gotten to a massive fight. My daughter has always been a picky eater, and we have always done our best to accommodate her. Feeding her before party, parties, weddings, etc. The problem lies with my husband's upcoming birthday. He's turning 50. The restaurant he has picked is very special to us. That is where we first met as children for a business deal our parents had, and then we became best friends when he asked me out in that very restaurant and our first date was there. When he proposed to me and who catered our wedding, I told him I was pregnant and we held my daughter's first birthday there. Unfortunately, we couldn't go there a lot as we had to move for his job, but basically all the major events of our lives were held there. So on my husband's birthday to celebrate him turning half a century old, we want to go there. We once took our daughter there when she was 10 and she hated it. But now, since she is 16, I thought she would have matured enough and is not like I'm forcing her to eat. She has the option of eating at home, and I've told her so many times that the restaurant does have food she likes to eat, but she claims that smells bad. It's a seafood restaurant, but we always sit outside and at our usual table, so I don't understand that. She says that we are being selfish, but I told her it's not about her, it's not her day. In anger, she has refused to talk to us and not doing her usual chores and is refusing to eat. My husband is heartbroken and thinks it is all his fault and wants to cancel, but I think it just fuels her brattiness. Say my husband had to work late, so it is only my daughter and me. When I called for my daughter to come to eat, she looked at the food and then took the plate and dumped it into the bin. I was shocked. Food is valuable and she didn't have to do that. I snapped at her, calling her selfish, insecure little brat. That is not only hurting her father, but I, but ruining his birthday, and it's not as if we are asking her to give up a kidney. 
that if she continues this behavior, we will never fund her birthday parties ever again. She said that I am terrible mother for saying that. I feel like I went overboard, but she is acting like a brat. Am I the asshole? No. All right. You're so first of all, no. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds. First your daughter's all, a little bitch. No, you're not. You're not the asshole. Can parents sometimes blow up? Yes, it is normal. Um, it is normal for you to blow up, and sometimes you go overboard when you blow up. So it's true you went a little overboard. However, what what you have here is just a very I don't know. I would describe as a brat or a naughty child. There I seems would describe there this... seems to be you need some sort of boundary, some sort of punishment at least. Um, um it, it just seems doesn't to me sound you should have like her to eat food. Yeah, not like, like forced her, forced her, but not like, forced her, but like don't let your kid be a, as picky of an eater. They gotta try. It. My, yeah, my family always had a rule: you uh, have to eat at least three bites of food, and in order to try it, do because that that means you tried it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, uh, Whenever there's a new food. She had the option of eating at home. She didn't take it. Her parents gave her so many options. Her parents gave her so many options and accommodated for her. And I don't even know why Your the daughter's a bitch. I don't, I don't think the husband should even feel bad in the slightest. It's, it's his, his birthday. birthday. <laughs> Your daughter's a bitch. Yeah, I, I think that you need to just set boundaries and set rules. It's the only way a child learns to not be unruly like this is actual punishments. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's bad that she's refusing to eat. Um, So it's really hard. You can't, like, starve her. At that point, fend for yourself, man. I don't think the mother's the asshole. Yeah, uh, I don't w- think so. Like, you guys have made great points. Um, Like, I, the one thing... Rung me up. The one I thing that, that I was kind of, like, a little iffed about with with the mother was just like calling her insecure it just it seems irrelevant yeah that that was seems that irrelevant. was a little it's not even like it's not even like it's just emotionally damaging it's just like it seemed irrelevant yeah. it didn't seem to make sense for the situation that was my biggest issue your daughter is acting like a fucking bitch baby and needs to be spanked uh in the figurative sense um like like there needs to be some sort of discipline involved I'm not like like I I would I wouldn't like just let that happen. Like I, I like know, obviously I'm not door. saying fucking hit the kid. I I don't think that's a good I thing at all. I think the taking away of the funding of the birthday parties. I think, I think yeah, I think taking something away, yeah. grounding them. How old was the kid again? Sixteen. 16. Okay, so I mean we're getting we're getting pretty so close. So it's not to even like it's like a nine like an eight or nine year old. Like, yeah, if it's an eight or nine year old, eight or nine year olds throw tantrums. Oh well, get over. This it. is a sixteen fucking year old. This is a sixteen year old. No, that's getting pretty close to. Grow the fuck up. No, exactly. Like you are you are old enough. To start driving a motor vehicle, yeah. mm. or I'd be so like like that is it's yeah. just at it's not okay. that is completely old, selfish behavior. Like it in is my house at sixteen year old, if I yeah. pulled any of this or even something slightly like this, I would get my ass would be grass. She, yeah. she must and have not maybe been, the llama. You know, she must yeah. not have been refused yeah. like, anything as a kid. My game yeah. system would be out the window. How mm. often should did that kid hear the word no? Is what I and I'm know. guessing yeah, I'm guessing that question. this was like an upper middle class family because there's no way that any like anyone below that a kid would be able to act like that yeah <laughs> she's no. like i we're funding your birthday parties like, it sounds at, very high yeah, society at least upper middle class this is a golden example of what happens 
when you don't start early on the discipline. Yeah. Mm. This is exactly why you need to start early, parents, because if you don't discipline when younger, yeah, this is going mean, to happen. Discipline doesn't even necessarily mean like... Yeah, no, no, like hitting or... No. It no. Means, like, it it's means, okay like, to say, say no. no. Like, Taking things away, no. yeah. grounding, punishment. Yeah, follow through on your punishments. Yeah, yeah timeouts time outs taught me a lot. They, oh, they, like, exactly. they, they make you think. Even just they like time off the video there, game. There was... There were times as a kid where it got to the point where I would put myself in timeout. Yeah, I did that too. I, I knew did I did something times. wrong, and I was like, "Wait!" Yeah. I, I turned around. To, I turned around to my mother. I put my hand up with like my index finger. I was like, "Wait, I'm sorry," and I walked to the corner of the mm. room. Yeah, no. When I was two, I was put. I was doing something I was not supposed to do. I was climbing on a pool table at a hotel. My mom was like, "Get down! You could get hurt." And took me moved me to another room took me off the table me and my two-year-old smart ass self went fuck you mom and i went back on the table and my mom was like calista rose do we need to have a chat get off the table took me off again put me down and then my mom went and sat down and my mom didn't even have to say anything all she did when i decided okay mom i'm gonna do it anyway move the chair over my mom sitting not like in the opposite room but like in a different area with my aunt immediately sits up straight and you know the mom look the one with like the one eyebrow that's like are you sure you want to do this and climbed onto the table my mom got up and immediately i started bawling and i'm like i'm so sorry mom i didn't mean to i didn't want to you know as a two-year-old does my mom took me off put me in timeout and like when you're two, you're, uh, the rule was for timeout, you get put in timeout for five minutes until you turn five. After the age of five, you get a minute added for every for, for your age. Which makes sense because mine you're supposed to know flat. better by mm. then. That's true. Yeah. I wish I had that rule. I think mine was just like five minutes flat. We had five minutes. But I like got after sat. like six yeah, years sorry. old, I didn't even do timeout anymore. My mom said timer for five minutes, came back, and I looked at her, and I was like, are you ready to talk about it? Do you know what you did wrong? And I went, I think I need five more minutes, mommy. <laughs> and, like, I sat, and I sat as a two-year-old in timeout for ten minutes, and it was my own choice. Before I read this next one, I want to acknowledge yeah. the fact that this is the first episode that I've actually added little pieces of tape to the microphone cables to know which one goes to which. And I'm very happy with myself that just by sheer zoned outness that uh, Kai's and Hunter's tape and microphone covers actually match. And I, it's really scratching my brain, and I really like it. Am I the A-Hope for not letting an elderly woman have my son's seat on the bus? This post is by Throwaway293. Already I'm starting to yeah. get bad vibes. But, I mean, there could be... There could be something going on. Well, let me cook. Give me a second here. So, my son, 17, has weekly therapy appointments that I take him to. Unfortunately, my husband left our daughter, let our daughter borrow his car and then had an emergency at work, so he had to use my car, so my son and I have to take the bus. It wasn't ideal, but I would rather the bus than miss the appointment. While it isn't my place to share why he goes to therapy, I will say that he often forgot to eat. I usually make sure he's fed, but due to the mess this due to the mess in the morning, it slipped my mind. The bus wasn't too crowded, but all the seats were taken. My son wasn't doing well, so I and I could tell that he was feeling dizzy from the hunger plus the bus. So the second someone got off their seat, I sat him down. Then tried to find a chocolate bar I had in my bag. What was happening? I noticed an elderly woman and her adult daughter standing behind us. I didn't pay much attention until my daughter until the daughter tapped me on the shoulder. 
She asked if my son could move so the elder woman could take a seat. I felt really bad. I really did. But my son was not doing great and standing would make it harder. I found the chocolate and he was eating it slowly. But if he stood upright then, I assured you he would have fainted. I apologized to her and explained that my son was not feeling well. She rolled her eyes at me and, and said that she saw him standing earlier and that he's very young, healthy teenage boy and he'll be fine. I apologized once again and told her that he wasn't feeling well and that if he was, then he himself would have offered the seat. The daughter told me to look at her mother and I admit the poor woman did look really tired, but I couldn't. My son had started to lean against me and so I told the woman one last time that I was sorry and that you'd have to ask someone else. Then I heard them both whispering and calling me an entitled bee. Uh, and then we got off the bus, a woman uh, and a woman that got off the bus with us said that a teenage boy can handle standing more than an elderly woman can and that she hopes that everyone treats me like that when I'm her age. My son was out of it. I don't think he even noticed or cared, but I can't take this off my mind. Am I the a-hole? A totally unrelated woman thought I was along with the two. I wasn't sitting down and did not have a seat. That last part is definitely mm. an edit. This Yeah, I don't this is a little tougher. I don't think she's I don't think she's an asshole. I, I think I think she's a mom trying to be a mom. Yeah. Like at that point, like your kid is gonna pass out. I'm sure there were other I'm I'm sure there were other yeah. I'm sure there were seats. other people sitting down that could have been asked before Especially the, yeah. the other before woman the that was gossiping the bus, with the elderly woman. Yeah, if the bus was full somebody else could offer their seat as well. Yeah, like, so, I, I don't... And your son is in the middle of... You're literally fighting the battle of, do I let my son have the seat? Sorry, old lady, you gotta stand. Or does my son pass out, we have to stop the bus, because they do, legally, and he'd, he'd be sent to the hospital. It's a bigger issue if he actually faints than if the lady doesn't get a seat. How many seats are there on a bus? Like 20? At least two. I, well, a common city bus, yeah, like 20. Yeah, like 20. Yeah. If the bus is full, there's 19 other people that bitch could have asked Ooh. other than you. Unless every, <laughs> sorry, unless all 19 other seats are taken by pregnant women and other old people, which I and doubt. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to downplay like like sometimes how you know, weak yeah. old people can feel. I mean, I've been having yeah, to that's fair. help my grandma a lot, right? Re like recently, it's not a fun thing for anybody. But I mean, like like you guys were saying, there's there's plenty of other seats. If if the bus was full, yeah. then someone else could have like offered the seat. I'm sure there was another young person there somewhere. No, and I could, I, I said like, oh yeah, you, you other person, you would you know, offer your seat. That's the very nice thing to do. And she even said in her story that she's like, you know, if he was not feeling like he was going to faint. From whatever he, he would have done it, yeah. yeah, he would have given the seat himself. Not Which even means he's obviously a really very nice out of kid. It. Yeah, there's a lot more people who go on Reddit than I think there are. Yeah, like, and we're waiting for this, like the, you know, the, the you know the top. This is the top stories here. We'll just kind of go down the list, talk about them. Like I always like figured it was like you know people our age or like people slightly younger, slightly older, and then like you know like the like the redditors. Widowy. 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 <laughs> but like it's Whittle just it's uh, I guess there's a lot more people on here. That, that's, we we so respect our Discord ask. mods out here, by the way. Yeah, so nah, of course, of course. Cool. I, I Jeez, myself, that's Sid. Sid's one of our Discord mods. <laughs> myself, oh, uh, not Sid the you admin. Know, use Discord kid, quite often. Yeah, no, Sid the admin is one of our Discord mods. Back off, Callista. Hey there, Jason here. I'm not sure we really even plugged the Discord before. We have a Discord. Cup of no Discord available on Discord. Join our Discord. 
But anyways, <laughs> fuck you, Sid. Story. That's what you get for graduating. I gotta like when we do pro- I, something I should add to our system is like adding like just a, a general mic of just the ch- the room with this like the good audio and just get if anyone just goes hey, hey. no hey you forehead I should add that in. Well, hey, we'll see. Forehead. We got a few more inputs. We'll see what I can make happen. Okay, next story. This next post is by Surround Sound One. Am I the asshole for pulling my daughter from a water park trip because her teacher made her stay with a kid she doesn't like? Oh boy. My daughter, Bryn F nine, nine year old. I was gonna say, is this like a, is this like an Elon Musk situation? Are we getting? My name is Bryn F nine. Ash Archangel. I'm the better model. Twelve. Bryn F nine coming to theater soon. My daughter, Bryn F nine is going on a trip I'm just going to call her Bryn F9 for the rest <laughs> of the thing. No, that's fine. Um is going on a trip to a nearby water park with you are her the asshole for naming your child Bryn <laughs> F9 though. <laughs> nearby water park with her class next week. She loves water and has been talking about it for months. I mean, I love water too. You know, you need it to live. It's pretty good. So I was a bit thrown off when she came home crying a few days ago and told me she didn't want to go. I asked her why, and she wouldn't tell me because she thought I'd think she was a bad person. When I finally coaxed it out of her, she said her teacher, Mrs. N, has forced her to be the buddy of her classmate, Ben. These are all in quotes. When I do that, they're in quotes. Uh, For the entirety of this trip, she was to ride the bus with Ben... (laughs) to and from the trip, eat lunch with him, and go on all the rides with him instead of spending time with her friends. What what the fuck kind of school trip is this? She then said nobody likes Ben because he whines whenever they have to do work and picks his nose and wipes boogers everywhere. I was horrified, not only because Mrs. or Miss N had made Bryn F9 do such a thing, but also because she had made her believe she was a bad person for not wanting to. Unfortunately, this wasn't my first experience with Miss N, as she frequently used my soft-spoken, intelligent older daughter as her behavior buffer for the naughty boys until I threatened to report her to the superintendent. It's clear to me that Miss N is still too comfortable with enforcing archaic gender roles on her kids and forcing girls to do unpaid emotional labor for the sake of the boys. This is getting way deeper than I thought it was going to get. Yeah. Jesus. Same. Made a beautiful Okay. Turn. All right. We're, we're going to keep going. Um, immediately sent Miss N a condemning, or an email condemning her actions. She sent me back an email with a bunch of BS that basically ended with, if Bryn goes on the trip, she has to be Ben's buddy. I informed her Bryn would not be attending then. I immediately booked VIP tickets the same day her class was going so she could still go to the park and see her friends. Superhero mom. (laughs) What happened next, I wasn't expecting. Bryn is quite popular, so I have gotten to know a lot of the moms in her class. When I let them know that what Miss N did, some of them were so horrified that they also pulled their kids out of the trip. In total, eight kids out of a class of 20 are either not going or going with us. Today, I got an email from Miss N saying that because almost half the class isn't going, they either have to raise the cost for the other students or not go at all. She practically begged me to let Bryn go and tell all the other parents to let their kids go, promising she wouldn't make Bryn do anything she didn't want to do. I told her she should have thought about it before she tried to make her daughter do her job. My husband said I was being a bit petty and that Miss N clearly feels bad about what she did and I should let Bryn go as I have already gotten my way. He asked me if I really wanted to deprive children of what they've been waiting for all year. The thing is, if this wasn't Miss N's first offense, I probably would have agreed, but she has a pattern of this type of behavior and hopefully this will put a stop to it. Plus, if she has to explain this to her superiors, I have receipts. 
Is my husband right or am I justified? Update. Bryn was the only student assigned a buddy. The rest of the students were free to do whatever they wanted. Okay, the that heck? changes things. That changes things. That is really petty, but honestly, that's so extra and I love it. I will say, like, if I was one of those other kids and my trip got canceled. I'd be so because... pissed because I would not have been able to afford it. I think you did uh, what you was right for best handling the situation. for your daughter, but it sucks the other consequences for it. it doesn't seem like she caused those like she she, she didn't, didn't cause the other purposely, moms yeah she didn't pull purposely their force the other yeah. moms this is just well an yeah, effect. yeah yeah no yeah. but like but the refusal to have anybody like try to join the trip or like come to a more amicable amicable solution she kind of knowingly is make, making kids either have to pay more or not go at all and that isn't exactly cool. I think that, you know, coming to... I, I A lot of these, I think, are like adult communication. People are kind of... No one knows how to communicate too, anymore. Yeah, people are being a little too, I think, centered on themselves. I think adult communication is like the key to most problems. Very true. I feel true. like if people could sit down, have a con like confession, do it over a fucking cup of coffee. No True. one's going to get mad over a cup of coffee because if they do, there's going to be either hot or cold coffee all over everyone. And that's not fun exactly. for anybody. So, like, I agree with you. So, sit down, talk to them, be like, yo, I, my name is Skylar White, yo. <laughs> um, I think that the way that you are treating my daughter and other students is very, very, like, not okay. We need to either put a stop to this or something is going to have to happen. I will let my daughter go on this trip, but she needs to be able to do what she wants to do and not have to be an emotional buffer for someone else. And, I agree. And then if Miss N gives further issues, go to the superiors. It's like yeah, I was like, gonna ask. She's like, a teacher. Let's raise the question of where's the principal? Honestly, I don't know. I feel like this this situation could have been resolved a little bit better. I don't think that you were totally an asshole for. You know, like make like trying to have your daughter have a good time and everything, but like the like the being like, oh, I don't give a shit if other kids don't get to go or like you know have to pay more. I don't care about that. Uh, my daughter's gonna have fun and do what she wants to do. I I don't agree with that. I think that everyone should have been able to have fun and do what they want to do. I but do the teacher bad. was definitely more of an asshole. Yeah. I think you were a little bit asshole here, but mostly not an asshole. And the teacher was full asshole. That is my that is my professional opinion in assholery. We took about a minute break so Calissa could talk about her art. And when we got back, Hunter was talking about this. Not the butt vibrations. The, the, what Jason said. Not 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 vibrating butts. Guys, I got a, I got a new idea for a product. <laughs> <laughs> That's already a product. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, a butt that vibrates. Nice. No context is needed. I want there to be no context. I want that just Vibrating to be in there at, at random. Do you want to read this story about a guy removing a crybaby from a zoo? This post is by Own Day 6475 I, 19-year-old male, visited the zoo today with my family, and we were checking out the koalas, who I was especially excited to see. You may not know this, but koalas apparently need over 18 hours of sleep a day to function, or else they can get quite unhealthy quite quickly. And so any exhibit of them at a zoo will often come with an expectation that you maintain a certain a level of silence this. while observing them. There is a sidebar after this. I have another reason this koalas get so unhealthy. 
so quickly. This zoo is no exception. You are made to go through two gates, both of which have signage saying, please be quiet, keep the noise down, silence, please, etc. And then the door to the koala house itself has another sign. Please keep noise levels to a minimum. With all those reminders, I figured people would get the memo. But as soon as we entered the enclosure, which was a small room indoors with a glass window looking into the koala pen, no shit. I spotted a couple in their early 30s with two young kids and a baby. I somewhat apprehensively tried to observe the koalas. They were so cute and my little sister was happy to see them. But then, like clockwork, the baby starts crying. Hardly the baby's fault. It's a baby. They cry. So I gave the dad of the family the benefit of the doubt, thinking he'd either take the baby out or calm her down. A few moments pass, the baby gets more annoyed and cries louder. The koalas scurry away, hiding in their cubby holes, and others wake up from their sleeping. I give the dad the look. I feel like everyone knows the look. We've either had someone give it to us or given it to someone else. I'm not sure I've ever been on this end of it, but I definitely received some looks at times. Baby continues to cry. Being a socially awkward, autistic teenager, grapple with the idea that the dad might have missed my giving him the look, so I do the classic, I shake my head and give a little sigh. No change. I throw another look his way. This time, a little more firm, but I feel like I overdo it. My eyes are a little too intense, perhaps, because suddenly the dad is saying, in the voice of someone who's just gotten a lecture, well, all right, mate, it's just a baby, to which I reply... <laughs> With a gesture towards the sign. Silence, please. But it's a baby, he says. Well, don't bring a baby in here. I reply in a whisper. He sounds Australian. My parents jump on me, thinking I'm out of line, and the couple and their kids give me the filthiest of looks and leave the enclosure, leaving me feeling very tense. What do we think? I feel like this is a very common struggle in a public place where there aren't always members of a staff to enforce the rules. We want to pick our battles, of course, but this family bringing their baby in spoiled my little sister's magical moment seeing a koala for the first time surely they should have seen the signs and thought probably best not to bring little charlie in or if they really wanted to see the koalas the dad could have stayed outside with the baby and the mom and the kids could have gone in am i the asshole i want to start with a question yes and no i want to start with a question i want to start with the with the start let me start australian Listen, people are not real Okay. All right, fair enough. How do you know the kid's name? Definitely look them up. I, well, either that or they just came up with like little Timmy, little Charlie. Little no, I think they looked them up. Anyways, I want to start with a question. If like you were a mom or a dad or whatever, would you bring your child into a movie theater? No, I don't go outside. No. Okay. Amanda doesn't believe that children should be alive, so I don't <laughs> think that's incredible. Oh. Amanda is pro-abortion. Okay. Then maybe babies shouldn't just be, they shouldn't just be allowed in that area in the first place. Um, I agree with movie theater, like movie theaters, like it's always really annoying when like, you know, parents bring their little baby in and yeah, babies are cute and I love babies and everything, but like time and place. Exactly. Don't bring your kids into places that require qu quiet if they are babies because they will cry. That, that's they don't basically know the better. gist. They don't know. But yeah, so like it's, it's not the job. kid's fault. It's your it's your job to make sure that, you know, you're not causing an issue. It's a baby. It's going to cry. That's fine. Like, But, like, if it's, like, a specifically a place that requires quiet, like a movie theater, like a koala enclosure where their survival depends on some quiet time. Kai, you want to team up on a two-parter here? Sure. Okay, cool. So so the ones that Kai and I have now, Calista, please. There's the first one here, which Kai has, which is the first bit. And then there's the one after this one, which is a update that was just posted, like, just now. Or just got uploaded, like, just now. So we're going to do a little two-parter action here. So we can give some two sets in between the two of them. Um, but they're, they're going to connect. So whenever you're ready, Kai. Both of these posts are by Throwaway1011. I write as a hobby since I was little, 
It started as a way to cope with the many problems of my life, and I kept doing it because I liked it. Fair enough. I have a cousin, Carl, 26 male, who loved figurines since he was a child. I never particularly cared about those kinds of things, but since we were children and we lived close to each other, we always played together, and he often showed me his figurines, explaining me how he got them. That's from what show, film, anime, whatever they are from, etc., etc. I never cared about it, but I saw that being able to talk about his passion with someone else made him happy, so I just tried to pay close attention to fake interest. His passion for figurines is still alive today. The garage in his home is basically filled in figurine, and he even bought a 3D printer to print some gadget or figurine he wanted bigger. Now, while I was in college, I had barely any time to write, but I start spending more time into it once I was close to my graduation and resumed writing consistently the book I had started when I was 20. I began to talk to Carl about the story I was writing. He initially seemed interested, then completely lost interest, so I stopped mentioning it to him. Yesterday, I completed my book and decided to print a physical copy myself. Hardcover, paid someone to draw a cover. Look exactly like a book you could find in a library. It was, it was my treasure, a proof that I had achieved something. I brought it to my family house, where a bunch of my relatives from both sides of the family were staying. They were all enthusiastic about the book, about me completing it, and after struggling with it for years. They even began to ask if I had an intention to bring it into an editor to publish it officially. Evidently, Carl got upset because everybody was talking about a book he didn't care about, so he suddenly took the book, said he was sick of hearing us talk about it, threw it out the window. It was raining outside, and the book landed in a puddle. Oh, I rushed to pick it up, and it was completely ruined. Oh, oh boy. I snapped. I began to yell at him, and I told him the truth. That for years I had spent hours listening about his stupid figurines I didn't care about. And he was such an A star 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 hole for his actions. I told him I hoped his whole collection get got destroyed in a fire. Wow. Um, today his parents came to me and refunded me the money for the book and apologized for his behavior. Now that I am calm and collected though, I realize I may have overreacted. He cared about having someone to talk to about his figurine, and I was happy seeing him happy when he talked about them. Oh, there's an edit here. He just called and apologized, said he has an idea on how to make amend and will do it in the next few days. Don't know if I should be scared, happy, or something else. Um, alright. Lots to unpack here. Yeah, make your caveats with the caveat that we do have a fully formed update on this that just got upvoted up. Speak your minds. Just really quick on this, like, little blurb. Um, was bad that he overreacted. Mm. Uh, you probably shouldn't have said that. Um, also, um, all those years of faking interest, uh, I wouldn't do that. Um, I mean, sure, you have your good reasons, but I don't, I don't fake things to any of my friends or family members. If I seem uninterested, I tell them, and I tell them I'm sorry, I just am not interested. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm, like, I'll listen to it, but, like, I may not seem interested, but I'll still listen. Mm, yeah. I'll at least tell them that. Uh, second thing, the cousin was kind of more in the wrong here than he was, only because, like, Jesus threw his book out a window because it's like one of those movie cartoon situations. That's real anger for no reason. I agree with Kai. Um, I think that 
the person who wrote this had overreacted just a tad with the uh, I always hated your stupid figurine collection and I hope they all burn in a fire. Um, that was a little rough. That was a little rough. I mean, I understand the anger. I probably would have said some stupid shit like that had I been, you know, had my life's work literally, uh, you know, disintegrated in water. I would be pretty upset too, so I probably would say the same thing. But I think that looking back on it, I would think it was a slight overreaction as well. Mm. Um, I do think that the uh, the kid who threw the book into the puddle out the window uh, definitely definitely needs to go see like so, talk to someone about like yeah, their anger, anger that management is, therapy. That it's is a like thing, ridiculous. People. The benefit in this particular story is that we do have a fully formed update. Let's go. So this is this is my story here. So moving on. So link you know link to the original post here, and then so so it says so a month has passed and things solved itself. So I thought I'd make an update. So I, th- so I thought an update was needed. Carl came to my house one week ago. He apologized and brought gifts, a physical copy of my book. Now this needs an explanation. Except for me, the only person who had a digital copy of my book was my older sister, Federica is a no BS kind of person. If the chance of me forgiving Carl were one out of ten, the chance of my sister doing the same things were one out of a thousand. When he told me he convinced my sister to give me a copy to reprint, I was astonished. Next item. A full collection of figurines of the main cast of my story. There were five main characters in the story and two of them were on the cover I printed, which means that he read the book and drew slash had someone else draw a sketch of the other three characters in order to make the figurine. They're 25 centimeters tall, and I admit to look really good. That's a sizable figurine. He paid me back for the physical copy he destroyed. I asked him why he was giving me the money since he had given me a new copy and his parents had already paid me. He said the new copy was in place of the one I destroyed while the money was an apology. That's really nice. He apologized for what he did that day and explained to me his reasons, a mix of jealousy and bad timing. Things are still not completely fine, but they are better. He thanked me for bearing his hobby all these years, and I apologize for losing my temper and insulting his hobby. While I did share his passion over figurines, I can understand how much and love... How much... Okay, no, I'm not having issues reading it. It's just written weird. While I don't share his passion over figurines, I can understand how much and love he put into so i assume how much time and love he put into every single one of them he took he looked sincere in his apology and we parted amicably i decided to give back to his parents the money they originally gave me as an apology i spent a couple of hours choosing what to do with the five figurines he gave me for now i put one of the two original on my desk and the other three on the top shelf of my library i have to admit having figurines made out of my own book is pretty cool i spent a lot of and I spent quite a lot of time looking at them at this past week. I want to thank all of you for your support on the original post. Bye. Yay. Yay. Good ending. Good ending. The good ending. Good. There was there was, was like genuine one. sincerity and apology, and like it was a very very thoughtful <laughs> thoughtful Jason. kind of apologetic uh, like gesture that was made by the cousin Carl. Mm-hmm. That is someone that truly feels bad. And I think that this this could not have had a better ending. No, yeah. Out of all the things we've reviewed today, this is probably the best one. This story could have had a better ending, and neither could this podcast episode, because that concludes our episode for today. Yeah, Amanda liked that. We have something to plug. We have something to plug. Oh, right. I do apologize. If you haven't heard and you don't know already, CFNC is now joining up with Kyo Kitten on Twitch. We are streaming World of Warcraft. Um, Heck yeah. Quite fun. It's a game I fell in love with. I've been playing it since I was like 
seven first online game I've ever played. I am excited to play uh, start World of Warcraft with uh, Kai over here, along with some other buddies that are going to hopefully join in on the stream. Uh, Jason, CJ, and uh, volunteered included. Uh, yeah, you got volunteered. I just got volunteered. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Hunter as well. Uh, apparently, Hunty will be playing. Honestly, I recently downloaded so. the game and uh, first time it. playing it. It's actually not that bad. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing in the game, but okay. it looks cool. So Neither I'm enjoying Chris. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if we get if we get five people, we'll, we're good for uh, dungeon raids. Interesting. That sounds awesome. Yeah, we also have cool. one other. Thing we have to one plug. other plug. Um, I am excited to announce that uh, me Hunter, uh, um, we are going to be doing a second D and D campaign for CFNNC. CFNC. CFNC. My bad. My brain goes no faster than my mouth, and vice it's also versa getting sometimes. late. Yeah, I get you. Um, the campaign will be called the Curse God, and we're going to do some exciting new uh, like technology things with it. Um, I think that it'll be really awesome uh, for you guys, and mm-hmm. hopefully for us too. I think it'll be really yeah. cool. And you expect those? We'll be recording those episodes as we as we do them during the semester. However, just for the sake of the times and my own personal sanity, you will see those episodes coming out over the summer, either after. Um, Tale of Fools, which is our D and D campaign that came with the name of. Now I've said it on the podcast, so now it's canon. Tale of Fools was uh, episode uh, season th- uh, four, episode three, the the D and D for dummies. And so if that continues, then you'll see that, and then after that will be the Cursed God. That is provided that our D and D campaign continues. Since we have done that episode, we have not done much else with, with um, Tale of Fools. However, we will see where things will go because we all want to know. We're gonna see if Jesse's gonna impregnate that goblin. Because Jesse the Rock Gnome has been left alone for Goblin and a wagon. And, and the whole party. And his role to impregnate. And his role to impregnate is up in the air. So we'll see if Jesse will roll to impregnate. Find out next time on CFNC D&D Tale of Fools. Yep. Thank you, listeners, for all your support. Stay tuned. Check us out on YouTube, Instagram. Thank you so much, Kai, for coming on the podcast. Um, we hope uh, we will probably have Kai back again. Um, probably before this. Fun fact. Maybe cool. before this episode. Maybe after. That's how I've been. With, that's how I play out time these days. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now we got to record episode two this week. Hope you guys enjoy episode five. Bye bye. <laughs>